Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, der Bundesliga-Podcast. I'm your host, Manuel Fed, and yes, we're recording this at a really busy, busy time, uh, right in the middle of a transfer window. I think officially we're just on a coffee break, right? Stefan Bienkowski. How's it going, buddy? How's your first deadline day at Transfermarkt? <laughs> yeah, it's been great fun. Uh, lots of drama, both with uh, on, on Transfermarkt and in general with the football market. Mm. But yeah, it's been good fun. I mean, some interesting moves so far, uh, and I'm mm. sure we'll she will break all the we'll break all the big deals down next week on the Substack. But um, yeah. yeah, for now, for now it's the previous show, isn't it? We're, we're we're fully focused on the football on the pitch right now. Yeah, we we try to be at least. Um, as I said, this is going to be a pretty quick episode. We're gonna probably just race through all the predictions, have our match of the of the week, match day each, um, and leave it at that, and be more in depth. Uh, I will be more in depth next week because you are on your deserved honeymoon next week. But don't worry, we'll be we'll have content. Um, but yeah, let's dive right into it uh, after this break. So, uh, Stefan, the Friday game, Dortmund against Hoffenheim. Um, I am still not convinced by this Dortmund side. I just, mm. you know, I just can't be. I'm having a hard time with it. But I've actually gone with a narrow two-one victory here for Dortmund. How about you? Yeah, I've gone for the exact same result. Surprise, surprise. We seem to do mm. this every single week. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's really interesting. I th I completely agree with you. I didn't think Dortmund were entirely convincing against Hertha Berlin. Um, you know, probably the worst team in division right now, and they only just kind of scraped by. But I do think probably they probably should have won that game by two or three goals. They just didn't really take their chances. Mm. Ozcan, I thought, looked really impressive in midfield. Obviously, Modesta again off the mark is a big, mm. a big thing for the player and for the team itself because he's so yeah. crucial. So, you know, I think they'll be up against a really decent Hoffenheim side who've now got what three games on the bounce of the, in wins. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it'll be really, really tight. Uh, but I, I still think we will probably have just enough talent to get past them at home. Yeah, uh, I think I'm really curious to see Georgina Ruta in this game. He's been a lot of fun to watch and it's probably the player to watch in this game um overall so yeah it should be an, it should be a really interesting game um so let's go into this is the friday match um then the, the saturday matches and i'm just going by bundesliga.com's order here and this is actually my match of the week uh, Bayer leverkusen against freiburg um i guess we don't know if Callum hudson or doy is going to feature in this game or not um, really fascinated by the signing Stefan, hmm. uh, I think he's going. To, he's going to add something interesting to the league, but also to Bayer Leverkusen. Um, by the time of recording, I know that Leverkusen were in talks to sign Robin Gosens. Um, hmm. Difficult, probably not going to happen. Uh, so don't quote us on this. But um, yeah, 
I, I, I am actually convinced that despite Freiburg being very good, that Leverkusen will win this. And my result is probably higher than the the actual match. Uh, I think the match will be tighter than the result that I'm indicating, but I think this is going to be a 3-1 Leverkusen win. But it's going to be still a pretty, it's going to feel like a tight match, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I completely agree, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be a very tight match. Um. You know, I think Leverkusen probably turned a corner of sorts last week against Mainz. You know, there's certainly no pushovers, but they picked up a really convincing 3-0 win. Um, so I do kind of expect Leverkusen to somewhat be back to their normal self. Having said that, there's still some players in the squad who I think probably have to still kind of get back on form. Uh, Patrick Schick's probably the most obvious one. Mm. He still hasn't scored. Um, so he's kind of got, he's kind of building up that kind of pressure on his back to kind of pick up that first goal of the season. Um, mm. So I, I don't think Leverkusen are out of the woods yet. And I think Freiburg obviously had a very good start to the season. Aside from that kind of freak Dortmund result, um, mm-hmm. they basically had a perfect start to the season. So I've actually gone for a 2-2 draw in this game. I, th- I think both teams mm. will probably end up matching one another. Um, having said that, I would I really wouldn't be surprised if Freiburg were to walk away from the win from this game. So that's how tight yeah. I think it really will be. But I still think it's a little too much to ask Leverkusen to beat Freiburg right now. Yeah, interesting. Uh, see, see who's going to be right on this one. Uh, the next one, that's your match of the week, Stefan. And I think that's probably the match of the week for most people. Union Berlin against Bayern. Um, a potential second banana skin for Bayern. What do you think? <laughs> I think Urs Fischer and his Union Berlin side were probably cursing the gods when they saw Gladbach take a result against Bayern because... If there was any hope of Bayern showing some sort of inconsistency or complacency, uh, I think that Gladbach result probably flushed it out of them um, last week. I mean, we've already gone over that game. You know, Bayern weren't Bayern weren't bad by any means. They they, they were they basically did everything right except score enough goals uh, against Gladbach, and I kind of expect a similar performance um, against Union Berlin, who. You know, I've been very impressive. They scored 11 goals and only conceded three um, so far this season. But, yeah. you know, they're still, they are still dropping points. You know, they've obviously, you know, they've, they've let Hertha Berlin and Schalke score against them already this season, which is no high bar, to be perfectly honest with you. So I, I don't think Bayern will struggle to score goals against Union Berlin, but I think they'll probably, I think the only really hope Union Berlin might have is that they've they've obviously had no problem scoring goals themselves. So yeah. I've gone for th- I've gone for a three two win for Bayern, oh. um, just because I think there'll be a lot of goals in this game. It'll be a lot of fun, but I think Nagelsmann's side will probably have enough to get past Union at this point. So I have the same result for Union, but I have a two two draw. Mm, I think that there is a potential here that. Union looked at this Gladbach result and said, if we can score a couple of goals here, we'll get a point. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. And it is at the Alte Försterei, which has yeah. been traditionally a difficult place to play for a lot of teams. I, I, I think, you know, I think this is going to be a fascinating encounter uh, yeah. in, in a lot of ways. Bayern Munich rotated quite a bit midweek uh, against Victoria Köln and um, they had their 17-year-old striker Matisse Tell play. Yes, it was against a third division side, but I thought he actually looked really good. Scored a beautiful goal, and um, you know there's been questions about their number nine. But you know, I think the indication very much is that he can be that number nine 
in the medium term. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what that rotation, them being able to rotate midweek and then maybe bring the best 11 against Union. And then, of course, what they learned from the Gladbach game. Um, it's going to going to make for some fascinating watching, I think. And yeah, easily the match of the week, an easy pick, I think. Um, up next, Wolfsburg against Köln. And I went for mm. a boring 1-1 draw here. Um, Köln probably getting some penalty in the 90th minute from VR. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you know, I keep tweeting out every weekend these results and no one, nobody seems to be biting. I'm so upset about it. Yeah. Uh, Cologne, Cologne did bite the actual account, but that's only because uh, I made fun of their beer, which apparently is far more serious an issue than whether or not the uh, VER studio is, is on their side or not. Um, but yeah, I've, I, um, I've just about given up any hope that Wolfsburg were going to um, fulfill my belief that they could be a dark horse this season. Mm. Um, they've had a terrible start to the season, and I'm I'm really just kind of not really holding. Up. I know they've had a pretty t- difficult start. They've had Bayern and Leipzig, and they started against a very decent Werder Bremen side. Yeah. Um. So you know. Um, three at least three of the first four games have been really tough. New manager, kind of a bit a big turn in squad as well, squad players. So they might turn things around in time, but I think this game's probably a lot too soon for them. And you know, although Cologne, I don't think are really properly clicked into gear yet. They're still kind of doing enough. They're still going through the motions. It's almost like muscle mm-hmm. memory for them at the moment in terms of their defensive performances. So yeah. I've gone for a very narrow 1-0 win for Cologne in this game just because I think neither team look particularly outstanding, but I think Cologne mm. probably look a bit more competent than Wolfsburg at this point in the season. Mm. Oh, interesting. We differ on this one. Um, let's see what you make of this next game. Bochum against Werder Bremen. Um, Bochum could be the first team to fire the head coach. That was the news this week. They also must win for them. Um, head coach Reis under a lot of pressure. Um, I have this as a 2-1 Werder Bremen win. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's just something... I actually, I really enjoy watching this Werder Bremen side, you know? Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, they might be causing all sorts of havoc for Bremen fans because you never really know what's coming out of these games, but if, if the first four games are anything to go by, we're going to have a season full of goals and full of drama. Yeah. And, you know, although that def- that defeat last weekend may have kind of hurt, um, to, to, to be where they are now, which is four games into the season uh, with five points, I think they probably would have taken that. Uh, you know, so I think they'll probably be looking at this Bochum side thinking like, right, these are the games we really have to be picking up the points in. And I fully expect Bremen to put a couple past Bochum, so I've gone for a two-one win. Um, and to be honest with you, I could have gone higher. I really, th- I think Bremen could comfortably win this game. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. The next one, another promoted side, Stuttgart against Schalke. Schalke, of course, being the promoted side. Uh, I have this as a two-one Stuttgart win. Although I am worried about where the goals are going to come from from Stuttgart. Again, we're recording this on deadline day. There is a couple of names that have been 
rumored to join Stuttgart, so we'll wait and see who's actually going to play. If I mean, the new signings might not even play for Stuttgart in time, right? They, um, they've already announced them, actually. I have to... Okay, well, here's... They've announced, here's uh, Ron, they've announced Ron Stryker, uh, Seru Gurasi. I'm really apologies, uh, apologize if I'm mm. butchered. I, I, I don't, so that's gone through uh, just now, then, eh? Yeah, it's a loan signing, so... Uh. I, I so you you still think Stuttgart will win this game? Yeah, I think two one. Mm, interesting. I kind of think this is going to be a nil nil draw. <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you, um, Schalke, who haven't really had a great start to the season, um, although having said that, they've also had a kind of tricky one. They've obviously played Gladbach, mm. Union Berlin, uh, and Cologne in the first four games. Um, they have managed to grind out two decent draws. You know. Um, and but so they, they they can kind of grind out results, but they've also really struggled score goals themselves. So yeah. I think we're probably going to be looking at two teams here who don't have a huge amount of attacking capacity. I know Stuttgart played with Salas up front last weekend. They looked okay in the first half against Cologne before things kind of the wheels kind of came off with sending offs and all sorts. But um, even though they still managed to you know take a draw from that game, so that's fair enough. But I just think we're probably looking at two teams here who are really struggling for goals. And I do honestly fear for the Stuttgart side now that Kaladzic mm. has left it has left the team. So um yeah, I've gone for I've gone for a nil nil draw for this game. Hmm. Interesting. Um the the top game, the top spiel, uh Frankfurt against Leipzig. Uh, I have this as a three nil Leipzig win. I'm really curious like this they announced up to Diallo um today. Um, there, Josko Guardiol had a 90 million euro offer from Chelsea. They rejected it and signed him to a new contract, Stefan. Um, mm. That's quite a statement of intent, in my opinion. They're looking, you know, they, I think this is the sort of stuff that gives you, you know, really gives you motivation as a, as a team. And it's, it's kind of looking really good right now for them. So I think mm. they're actually going yeah, to get absolutely. that thing think, started there. You know, the way that, the way that... Sorry? Yeah, all good. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I, compl- I couldn't agree more. They've had a really good strong end to the season, uh, to the transfer window. You know, they've kind of turned things around uh, in terms of picking up results now. You know, those first those first two draws were obviously quite tricky and then obviously defeat to Union Berlin. But to then pick up that win against Wolfsburg kind of flips the, mm. the narrative. It's, it's now three undefeated games and four rather than three winless games in four, you know? So yeah. I think this I think this is probably a real kind of maybe we wouldn't go so far as to say it's a must win, but I think they'll I think Leipzig will go in, be going into this game with a huge amount of um expectation on themselves to really pick up a result. Uh I'm still not entirely convinced by this Frankfurt side, I must admit. I know they kinda did mm. well to they really did pick Bremen apart um last weekend with decent amount of efficiency, but they then let them back in with three goals, and it it just says to me that there's still a lot of work to be done with this Bremen side. They feel like a side in transition, and they really should be a team that Leipzig should be picking off. So I've gone for two and a win for RB Leipzig in this game. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So the Sunday games: Augsburg against Hertha. Um, I didn't know who to pick here, but I went for a two-one Augs- uh, Hertha win. Hertha, not Augsburg. Um, interesting what, what Augsburg did. They brought in Mergen Berisha, right, and loaned Ricardo Pepe, their record signing to Groningen in the Netherlands. 
Um, yeah, but I just, I don't know. I just have a sense that not everything is well in Augsburg yet. And Hertha, a little bit on the up. So I went for a 2-1 Hertha win. That's interesting. I've gone for a very narrow 1-0 win for Augsburg in this game. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I completely agree with you. I think we're talking about two teams here who will be fighting relegation for much of the season. Um, yeah. Will struggle for points. Um, and this could technically be a, already be a six-pointer. Um, but I just I just think Hertha look absolutely hopeless, to be perfectly honest with you. So <laughs> I've gone for a very narrow 1-0 win for Augsburg. There's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see who's gonna have more right. That there could be a real separation in the in the prediction game after this match day. It's fascinating. It's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, <laughs> final one: Gladbach against Mainz, and I went for a three-two Gladbach win here. Uh, I really like what Gladbach have done in this window. The only the only thing that gave me pause pause though here on this prediction was that usually when Bayern and Gladbach meet and Gladbach have a great performance against Bayern, they tend to lose the next game. But maybe they're going to break that duck this time and get a win. But yeah, Julian Weigel announced today. I think that's a fantastic mm. signing. And um, I think Gladbach, there's going to be goals in this, but Gladbach are going to win 3-2. Yeah, I've um, I've gone for a 2-1 win for Gladbach. And I must admit, like everything that I'm reading kind of screams out that Mainz will get a result from this game. Not just because, mm. as you said, you know, it does seem to be that when teams put in a good performance against Bayern, they do tend to kind of drop off in the weeks after that. I don't know if it's just exhaustion from, you know, really intense 90 minutes or whatever else or complacency, but it definitely seems to be the case more often than not. Um, And even look at this mind side, they seem to be doing their kind of typical Jekyll and Hyde thing where they perform really well. This season, they seem to be be performing very well on the road uh, and struggling at home. So, you know, a trip to Gladbach might be exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. So, my head says Mainz should be winning this game, but for some reason I just kind of think, well, not for some reason, I wrote a whole article on it this week. I think Gladbach have had a really impressive start to the season. Uh, I think Daniel Fark has put together a really decent formation system in place yeah. to get the best out of their good players. I think, you know, that Glad, obviously that Bayern result um, was, or that Bayern game was a game in which they were really pinned back for 90 minutes, but Three games prior to that, I thought they showed a really a lot of really impressive attacking intent, um, and I think they should be able to score goals against Mainz. So yeah, I've gone for a two-one win for Gladbach. Excellent. Well, we've done it. Eighteen minutes. We went through it all. Just enough for what's usually a coffee break for everyone else at Transfermarkt. We've done a full prediction podcast. Um, yeah, as always, the show is brought to you by Bet Online, um, Stefan. Because we're not we're going to talk at work, but we're not going to talk here. Uh, congrats, first of all. <laughs> enjoy your day tomorrow. It's a big one. And enjoy your honeymoon next week. And we'll talk uh, We'll talk in two weeks, I guess. Yeah, I'll be back soon, hopefully with a big smile on my face. And yeah, I'll, um, I'll speak to you guys all when I get back as a married man. Sounds good. Well, congrats again. And until next time, auf Wiedersehen.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.